Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Newsgram. If you're new to Newsgram, let me point out that this program is all about ordinary people living their lives in extraordinary ways. I say that all the time. And to be honest, I'm starting to think that there's really no such thing as ordinary. I mean, if you delve deep enough into any single person's life, you're going to find extraordinary elements. It's just something that makes us human. It certainly makes life more interesting. And sadly, the only time we hear about these extraordinary elements is when you tell your own story. So I would encourage you to start writing. I'll bet you've got all kinds of things to talk about. Today, I want you to meet a man named Dave Lassam, Lieutenant Commander RAN Retired. Dave Lassam is a lifesaver. He was put on this earth to help people. And by the end of this podcast, you're going to agree with that statement. I guarantee it. He has done many things, and we'll get to some of them in a minute. But one of them was serving in the Royal Australian Navy as a medic, and also as a medical administrative officer. His Navy career lasted 39 years, and during that time, he accumulated a lot of stories. Here's one of them. At approximately 11 p.m. on October 12, 2002, three bombs were detonated in Bali. The bombers were targeting busy tourist hotspots like the Sari Club and Paddy's Bar, and they detonated a bomb in front of the American consulate. The explosions killed 202 people, 88 of whom were Australian. Hundreds of others were wounded. More than 30 people were eventually arrested for their involvement in the attacks, which represented the single largest loss of Australian life due to an act of terror. Since Bali is so close to Australia, the Royal Australian Navy was called in to aid in the evacuation. And of course, we were the nearest point to Bali, and we had to get all the assistance up to Darwin and stage through Darwin to Bali to get the injured back. And... The story goes into how my part in that, and I had a large part in it. I was administering every much aircraft came in, they had the crews and they had the stuff and the gear. And when the planes came back, we had all the ambulances ready to go and all that sort of stuff. And working closely with the Royal Darwin Hospital. Then 24 hours later, we had to turn around and then send all the patients out to other capital cities in Australia too, uh, because Darwin was, it's only a small city. Um, It's not very big at all and the hospital wasn't really prepared for it. And just helping those people and talking to them and, and my part in just making them as comfortable as possible. Let's think about that for a second. Imagine you're an Australian citizen vacationing in Bali, or really a citizen of any country for that matter. You're just out with your friends, having a few drinks, doing some dancing in a Bali nightclub, when a bomb goes off, killing hundreds of people. You manage to survive, but you need medical attention because your injuries are so severe. So you're flown 1,700 miles to the city of Darwin, a beautiful coastal town in Australia, but it's very small, and the hospital there is not equipped to handle this kind of disaster. So men like Dave Lassam jump in to help make you as comfortable as possible and arrange to have you transferred to a nearby city where you can be properly treated. Some holiday. I wish I could wave a magic wand and change the mind of every would-be bomber or assassin, but I just don't have that kind of power. The things we are capable of as human beings is astounding. Thank God for the first responders in this world and their commitment to saving lives. It's a dangerous world. And while it is nice to know that they're out there, first responders, medics, military personnel, 
These are just regular people doing their jobs in some pretty extraordinary circumstances. The Bali bombings left their mark on Dave Lassum. Afterwards, I've uh, kept in contact with some of them because it was starting my start of my PTSD, and I didn't know that, of course, at the time. I just felt that, and I decided that when I moved again to get in touch with them, and I'm still in touch with them today. So I went and met a couple I hadn't seen in a long time and gave them copies of the book and uh, met their families. And I used to it, they were really only alive because the ADF had helped them to survive, and I felt really proud of that. That was um, really cool. And as I said, they've got families and we talk on social media all the time. The book he just referenced is called Meet Dave Lassum, The Man for the Job, My 39-Year Service in the Royal Australian Navy. And in it, he shares all kinds of stories like these, and he is very open about his PTSD. Um, With me, I just tend to withdraw totally and curl up in a ball. It can be very horrible, actually. And I do talk about that quite a bit in the book as well because I'm quite open about it. I've got it. That's the way it is, and this is what I do, and I just try to make it a little bit more bearable and palatable, because I was an officer in the Navy. Well, an officer's out there and he's saying who's had it, then it can't be wrong for me as a young sailor. That's my big thing, because you join as a sailor, you want a career in the Navy for however long, and suddenly you've got PTSD because of something that's happened to you in the Navy. You don't want to lose your job, you're a bit scared, so people don't report it as much, and that just makes it worse. If you get the treatment, and they look after you, and they catch you early, not a problem. Dave Lassum is pretty special, and remember when I said he was put on this earth to save people? Well, hang on to that thought, because we're just getting started. I also decided many years ago to do something else besides Navy, because doing Navy all the time can drive me nuts. So my other half and I decided to do dog showing. Yes, Dave is also a dog handler. Have you ever been to the dog show? A Thanksgiving tradition at our house is always watching the National Dog Show. And of course, on TV, they wouldn't show a person in need of CPR. But what would you do if you were attending a dog show and you needed medical attention? I guess you'd pray for someone like Dave Lassum. In dog shows, I've done six CPRs in the field and all of them survived. And that was due to the fact that my training kicked in and I took up from the people who didn't know what they were doing and got it done. I, I try not to big note myself about it because that's my training and that's what I do, but it's an amazing feeling when you come out of it because you're working on adrenaline. It doesn't matter who you are. When it's over, you obviously come down off that. And I'm very, I'm usually very uh, critical of myself in what I did because um, I take notes while I do it and they are specifically for the patient but I also take notes that say what later when I look back home and go oh hang on you need to improve that um, that's just me I'm very with how I do stuff but the feeling is is magical there's a euphoria that goes with that and I still remember the main ones uh, to this day doesn't matter what, where I was I still remember what I was doing when it happened I've had heart attacks at dog shows as I said that and people who I know have literally died in front of me and I've managed to get them back and that sort of thing. And then I get all the little things that happen at Dutch just like, um, Dave, somebody's been bitten by a dog. Like, I, I would never turn anyone away sort of thing. But it's, it's happened to me in the street as well, which is really, <laughs> you'd be walking down the street and somebody claps in front of you and go, oh, 
here we go again. I told you he was a pretty incredible guy. How many times have you attended a major event and saw someone that needed medical attention? Oh, it definitely happens, but six times? My goodness. Funny enough, my PTSD will pick up and uh, it always does it afterwards. I know what's going to happen to me later. When it's safe and everybody's done, I'll probably have the big high and then I'll crash a bit. And I know that's coming because that's how it works. But I don't care. I'd rather be uh, able to do and, and be able to help someone and make their day a better day than leaving them sitting there with no one helping them. So it's just me. It's called selflessness, kindness. It's a human condition, and we're all capable of it. Some of us just use it a bit more than others, and therein lies today's lesson. You don't have to save someone's life, but when you see an opportunity to help someone out, lend them a hand. Next time, it could be your 80-year-old grandmother in the grocery store aisle that gets knocked over. An old lady had uh, been walking along, she's about 80, and a couple of young kids inadvertently ran into her and knocked her over and she hit the deck pretty hard. She's fine now, um, and I run into her all the time in the shopping centres. And that's that's probably the best thing, is when you know that what you've done has helped. I didn't save a life on that day, but I was there to help, and that's the main thing. Dave spent two hours with that woman waiting for the ambulance to arrive. It was someone he had never met, and he doesn't regret a second of it. He is a dedicated public servant, a humanitarian, and he is author of the book Meet Dave Lassum, The Man for the Job. It's not all about life-saving, and he is quick to point out that, yes, some pretty amazing things have happened to him. But there are other members of the ADF, the Australian Defense Force, that do just as many amazing things. He likes to point out that there are good people in the ADF. His book is chock full of great stories performed by a very inspirational human being, and I think you'll enjoy meeting him. It's available wherever you like to buy books, Ex Libris, Walmart, Barnes & Noble, and yes, Amazon. There are links to all those places in the show's description, and I hope you'll take advantage of some of them. And that will do it for this edition of Newsgram from webtalkradio.com. 